Coming to you from the Salad Dressing Room Studios in West Roxbury, Massachusetts, I'm Bobby Pape, and this show has a Merry Christmas. That's right. It's Christmas morning, and for those of you who are celebrating, we hope it's a good one. And if you're not celebrating, I still hope it's a good day, I guess. You know, with Chinese food and none of the stores open, I'm sure it'll be fine. Joining me for this special holiday edition of the show in the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, it's Anne with a holiday plan, Lundholm. Good evening, Anne. Christmas, everybody. Thank you for that. I'm not sure that could be topped, <laughs> but we'll find out in a moment with the triumphant return from the Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan. It's Meredith, the MVH Van Ho Ho Harn. I was going to say, Meredith. Ho Ho Ho, I'm back. But yeah. I stole but it. You stole Bobby it. You okay. wrecked it. Yeah. Yours was I better. I Christmas. Yours was better. <laughs> Just like every year, Bobby ruins Christmas. <laughs> Pretty much. Four four minutes and one second in, I've got the timestamp for Meredith's entrance, and and already somebody's storming out into the other room crying from dinner. This is great. I'm not a crier. It's fine. It's fine. I I did wonder if we need to rename your studio to some sort of hospital adjacent thing, but more on that. Yeah. In a minute, Meredith, we're, we're glad you're back, and we can't wait to hear all about what's been going on in the Money Pit Studios. But before we do, just a reminder that even though it's a holiday show, we will do, as always, small talk, the mailbag, medium talk, and how you, excuse me, Tishi recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. Now, uh, I, the small talk, I don't know, was done in the priority order here, so I'm going to switch it around, and Meredith... Let's start with your return. What's kept you away and uh, how everybody over there is doing? Well, we had a really lovely Thanksgiving at my mom's house uh, a million years ago. And <laughs> Thanksgiving 1000 BC. It, that's what it feels like. Um, and we got home. Uh, I had the next day off of work and so did Gregory. It was Black Friday. None of us does any Black Friday shopping. <laughs> we were hiding in the house, but I had to run a couple errands and I went to yoga. And at this point, like, remember we had this car accident in October um, where his car was totaled. Um, and we were like, well, maybe we can be a one car household. He's got the motorcycles. I've got my car. I work from home. This will be fine. Um, and he was meeting an old work friend um, for lunch that day. And so since I was running errands, he took his motorcycle. Um, and when he was leaving the parking lot of the restaurant with his friend, um, he was turning, um, out of the lot and in the middle of the turn, there was some gravel on the road that he hit at just the wrong angle and the bike spun out and something happened i'm not entirely sure exactly the mechanics of it but um 
the bike either hit his leg or the ground hit his leg or something hit his leg, um, he landed on his back and broke his tibia very, very badly. I think the technical term is um, ouchie go boom. Yeah, that is (laughs) what happened. Um, And so at this point, he had been there for a while and I was back home. I was just sitting at my desk and I got a text and it said something like, I went down, I'm okay, but there's an ambulance coming. And when you get a text like that, it's sort of like heart in your throat, like, okay, mm-hmm. what yeah. what does this mean? And then he texted me a couple minutes later and said, I think it's just a dislocated kneecap. And I was like, okay, sure. that's not just so bad. Um, but I was like, okay, well, tell me where you're going, you know, when they tell you. Uh, let me know wh- what hospital they're taking you to, and I'll I'll meet you there. Um, and so, of course, I just got in the car and went to this little podunk hospital. He was in Dearborn, um, and they took him to this little dinky hospital I didn't even know existed. Um, and when I got there, he was in radiology. So I was in they they brought me back to the emergency room bay where he was um, before, and all that was there was his helmet with the face shield broken off and his jacket that was all scuffed up. And I was like, cool, <laughs> good, good artifacts, <laughs> like just destroyed motorcycle gear. This is what I want to be seeing right now. I don't even know nope. like how he's doing or anything. So I had to sit there for a good half hour until he got back and he came back with a very bandaged up leg and very drugged up and in pretty good spirits. Um, well, the drugs will do that. They sure do. They gave him a lot of morphine, and he really did need it. Um, eventually, I saw his x-ray, and I'm not going to lie, it was gnarly. Um, so the tibia is the bigger bone in your leg. You've got two bones in your leg, and the That's tibia- the lower The lower The one. lower leg in your yep. shin, yep. Aren't there two bones in there, or is that just your lower yep. arm? Nope, okay. you've got a tibia and a fibula. Right. Um, and so when I looked at the x-ray, it was very clear. So it's, it's called a tibial plateau fracture, and that means your tibia kind of, um, you know, the top of it, where underneath your knee is the plateau of it, and that's the part that was broken, and it was just destroyed. Oh, and no. I mean, there was like a chunk of bone that was like floating, <laughs> um, and then the rest of it was kind of spiderweb cracks and little pieces everywhere. Um, so it was a real mess. And it was very clear immediately that like this podunk hospital did not have the capabilities. And so they had to call another ambulance and have him transferred to Henry Ford Hospital, which is where I used to work. Um, and they have a real extensive orthopedics department. And so this is a Friday. Um, like evening. A holiday this happened, Friday. A holiday Friday. Yeah. This happened at like four. I think I got that text at like 445 or something p.m. Um, and so it's evening at this point. Transfers always take forever. We didn't get to Henry Ford until, I don't know, eight or nine, something like that. And then you have to go through the emergency department to get admitted. Um, and sure. so we spent the next several hours in the emergency department. And they actually, like, I had to go home at some point because I had to feed the cats and get to sleep. So I was there until, I don't know, midnight or something. And I think he didn't get a room until four in the morning. Ugh. Oh, so um, he was in line right behind all the people who got trampled at Walmart. Yes, exactly. 
with their tibial plateau fractures. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he needed surgery right away. They did surgery Saturday morning. Um, and what they did is put these horrific um, metal pins in his bones. And so he had two pins drilled into his shin bone above his ankle and then two drilled into his thigh above his knee, um, which meant that he couldn't bend his knee at all. Um, and this is called external fixation. Um, and you've probably seen this on people before. Um, it's a temporary thing to keep the bones stabilized so that the swelling can go down. So it's a relatively short-term thing. Um, but he was in the hospital uh, until Monday night. Um, and we had physical therapy come and, like, show him how to bump up and down the stairs. And, and, and we thought, like, we're pretty re – like, everybody seemed like we were ready to go home. You know, physical therapy gave him the all clear. Medically, he was okay um, to go home. And it was like, let's get out of this hospital. And so they discharged us on Monday night. And it was very clear immediately that we were not ready to be discharged. Mm. Um, I called a friend to get us help get him in the house. And even still, it was really painful because his butt was all like. So the way that you go up the stairs when you have this, when you can't bend your knee, is you bump up on your butt, right? Like, so you sit down and you lift yourself with your arms and your other leg. Um, but his butt was all bruised from landing on the road. Um and we didn't really realize that at the time. So it was super painful to get up the stairs. It took forever. Um, and he was exhausted. And every little movement was horribly painful. He needed help like every five minutes. Um, you know, it was just really, it was really awful. So we spent like two days at home. And then he had a follow-up with his surgeon on Thursday of that week. And we couldn't even get him out of the car um, getting him into the car was a chore. My brother-in-law drove from Grand Rapids. He drove two hours to help get Gregory out of the house and down the stairs and into the car. And we needed him. Um, Michael is a former army medic and a um, CNA. So he was like very experienced and has the knowledge to take care of people like this. And so I was just like, I don't know what we would have done without him. It was um, He was a total lifesaver. Um, but it was clear that we weren't managing very well at home. And so when we were at the hospital talking to the doctor for his appointment, it was like, can we just be readmitted? Can you readmit us right now? And she's like, we can't, we have to send you back to the emergency room. So we had to spend another like nine hours <laughs> in the ER that night. Um, but the good news was that, so this was Thursday and his surgery was scheduled for Friday. The swelling had gone down enough that... His surgery was the next morning, and but it was just such a huge relief to not have to get him back in the house, up the stairs, and then down the stairs again for surgery. Like, oh my it just, god, no! I was just yeah. dreading it. I was like, I don't know how we're gonna do this. This is impossible. So the fact that they were willing to readmit him was very fortuitous. It was like the longest day on earth in the emergency room. Like everybody was there for hours and hours. It was super busy for some reason that day. So it, that part was awful. It's always awful. Um, but they did get him in the, they, we had to go to the neuro floor. Like there were no, no ortho beds. And so we were on the, the neurosurgery unit, which is like, whatever, who cares? Um, and he had his, um, external fixation pins removed that next morning. 
and they put in a huge, huge piece of hardware and some screws and some plates um, that next day. And that's what he's been working with ever since. Um, stayed in the hospital for another few days. At this point, I was like, let's stay here as long as they will let us. Like, I don't want to go home. <laughs> Until we're absolutely certain that we can manage it. Um, Michael came back to get him home. Like, such a such a saint. Like, I can't sing his praises enough. Um, he helped us so, 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 so much. Um, but it was night and day getting him back into the house um, after the second surgery. So, you know, it was, it was pretty terrible. Being in the hospital is awful. You know, you don't get any sleep. People are waking you up every couple of hours to get your vitals and give you medicine and blah, blah, blah. And he was on a lot of drugs and he was in a lot of pain. And um, it was pretty terrible at first, um, especially right after the surgery. But, uh, you know, it's it's been slowly, slowly getting better. Um, being at home is, is okay now. We have, I feel like I've bought every assisted, assisted <laughs> device that I can buy. We have a shower chair. We have a walker. We have crutches. We have all sorts of crazy weird pillows so that he can elevate his leg um you know and we're we're kind of making it work um what about like when when dogs have a bad leg and they make them a little wheel cart that they can walk around on i don't think he's gonna have that because he can't put any weight on his knee oh Mm. So this is no weight on his foot or his knee or his leg at all. So he has to just... So the best way to walk around has been a walker. Um, yeah. And we put a croc on his good foot. Of course, it was his right leg that got broken, so he won't be able to drive for a long time. Um, but Bobby, we, he doesn't have a car to drive, so... Nope, he sure doesn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so he's got... So we put a croc on his on his left foot to kind of raise him up. Um, a little bit, and then he has a brace. He doesn't have a cast. I thought for sure he'd have a cast, but he doesn't have a cast. He's got a brace that allows him to bend his knee, and the doctor controls the angle to which he can bend. Um, So it was set at 60 degrees. We had our follow-up appointment today, and she increased it to 90 degrees because he's healing pretty well. So that's actually great, which means he can sit in a chair. Um, Yeah, so big progress over here. Progress in our own time, a modern luxury. Yes, sitting in a chair is is amazing. Like he didn't have to sit in the back of back seat of my car with his legs stretched out. He he was able to sit in the car on the way home, so that was that was excellent. Um, And he can get himself out of bed now, uh, all by himself, which is a big improvement. Um, There was there was a couple of weeks there where he couldn't get out of bed, um, and he had just to do a little embarrassing talk he had a urinal and so he would just pee in basically in bed (laughs) which was very strange and that was my job every couple of hours was emptying the urinal so that was fun and i'm really glad that i don't have to do that anymore um especially because somebody brought us meatloaf and asparagus as a (laughs) dish and i was like you don't know what we're going through do you So curses upon them. Also, thank you for the food. I mean, I had a college roommate who would keep empty Gatorade bottles near his bed. So. No. Not not medical grade, but. Yeah, I think this is know. medically necessary only. Um, yeah. We didn't 
none of us liked this situation. And he was like, it's so weird to pee in bed. Like, I hope I don't get used to this. (laughs) Um, But just in the last, you know, couple of days, he's been able to get out of bed by himself. um, And he can sit at his desk and work now. So that's kind of what's been going on. It's been a whole thing. Um, While we were in the hospital and, and in the earlier days, it was, you know, I, I needed to attend to him every couple of minutes. I don't I, I couldn't even fathom like how I could be on the show because he needed something every couple of minutes. He needed me to readjust his leg, he needed me to put a sock on, take a sock off, give me a hoodie, take a hoodie off. You know, it was just nothing was comfortable, nothing was good. Yeah, um, but the thing with the socks is straight fetish play. That's nothing to do with discomfort. So <laughs> the other thing is that foot rubs have been super helpful, or so he says, and I'm starting to think this is just a big gambit to get free foot rubs all day long. Because I feel like I spent hours and hours and hours rubbing his feet. I approve of that tactic as someone enjoys yeah. a foot rub. It's very manipulative. I'm just putting the quote, foot rubs have been super helpful, or so he says, for the show notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> or so um, he says. So Gregory sent me a selfie uh, a few days ago and noted that he is, and I would call this a silver lining. Uh, he, he's ever, every day looking more like Marv from the White Bandits, yes. Daniel Stern. Yes, he is. <laughs> so uh, this, is, this is different. We didn't know this. So are you working on your Joe Pesci? Because I think- you guys could... Do a tandem costume next Halloween. I'm not, I'm not, I'm only like an inch shorter than him. So, and my face isn't round enough. I just don't know if it would work. I don't know if anybody would believe it. We might need to find him a, a short round faced monster. Yeah, I think so. But it's true. Like we had a haircut scheduled. Like we were in the, we were like, oh, we better get a haircut soon. Cause your hair is getting out of control. And now we definitely can't go get his haircut. So, yeah, he's looking pretty raggedy. Yeah, the oh. 70s is on its way back in. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, do, you just buzz the sides, and then he'll have that douchebag haircut that Patrick Mahomes and his brother and then everybody else got, where it's, like, curly and fuzzy and long on top. Yeah. Yeah, very in right now. I mean, yeah. I have I have been bathing him and, you know, like, I'll buzz. And I always have done this. I'll buzz his neck for him. You know, like the back of his head and his neck and kind of the sideburns area. So we did that and he's able to now stand up and trim his own beard. And that made him feel a lot more human. But the hair on his head is getting out of control. (laughs) That's uh, that's love, though. I mean, is he going out in public anytime soon? I mean, you can just buzz him. Just just buzz him. Just just (laughs) buzz it all down. That might be a good idea because... So what the doctor said today, because everybody's been asking about physical therapy and blah, blah, blah. And she said there's really no point in doing physical therapy until you can put weight on your foot. And then it will be like balance and learning to walk again and all that sort of thing. And that's not going to be for another six weeks. So I I guess, I don't know, is six weeks long enough to grow a decent amount of hair back? Probably, huh? Yeah. He's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's not getting uh, PT until 2024. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. the rule of thumb was an inch a month, like a, like a quarter of an inch a week, so an inch a month. Yeah, I think I think it'll be like early February before that yeah, six weeks shave it all off. May as well. Just putting an inch a month into the... Never mind. <laughs> um, 
is there anything we can do? I mean, he's he's working, right? Like he's keeping himself busy. So yeah, he he's only taken a couple days off, and that's a function of he doesn't get a lot of time off, and he doesn't want to take a lot of time off. <laughs> so yeah, so he was working from the hospital, as was I. Um, I probably took more time off than he did because I would work as much as I could and then just take PTO for the rest of the day um, early on. And then when we were home, he was working from bed. He just hooked the computer up to the TV in the bedroom and was able to work. So, yeah, he's keeping relatively busy, although he is much more of a social butterfly than I am. So he's getting a little lonely and stir crazy. Mm. Like, I have no need to leave the house. He definitely does. Um, So we've had some visitors and... And that's been very helpful for his spirits. So just any, you know, if you want to shoot him a message and and say hi, he'd appreciate that. I think that's probably what you can do. I wonder if he felt guilted into working at the hospital because the name of his employer was also on the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I mean, they kind of own this town, those old Nazis. (laughs) I made some great cars, though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that 88 uh, Ford Topaz that I grew up riding in. <laughs> I thought the Taurus, when that Taurus body design came out in the, I don't know, late 80s, early 90s, I thought that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oof. What a cool looking car. <laughs> Yikes. Thanks, Henry Ford. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to the last couple of weeks. I feel like yeah, I'm we- about to die of exhaustion. Um, I think I might need 100 massages and 7,000 days off after this, but I'm making it work. Well, I happened to be at my mom's house when you initially messaged us that Gregory had taken the fall. And I think you did say it looked like his kneecap was broken. And, then, and I mentioned, I told my mom, and she said to me, wow. Meredith and Gregory have the worst luck of yeah, anybody I have ever known. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're on a they're on a, a rough patch in the yeah, last couple really of are. months for sure. I don't know what we did to deserve this, but I would like to undo it. I don't know. Well, I mean, the the silver lining in the all of this was that he was wearing his protective gear and his helmet did his job. Yeah, so he was wearing his helmet, um, he was wearing his jacket, which had armor in it, he was wearing boots, which had armor, you know, so like, zero injuries, other than the lower body, obviously the broken leg, and then some bruising. So his head's totally fine, no concussion, no nothing, so... That's the I mean, one good thing about it. His head's as fine as it was before the accident. Right. I, mean, I don't want to. <laughs> it's not yeah. worse. We'll say that. I had those ass bruises, but other than that. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. It's weird that he can play piano now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he speaks French too fluently and he never took French, but whatever. Well, Gregory, we love you. We're sorry. We do. We do. We're oh, I thinking of both of most, you. Yes. The most important part though. How's the bike? Oh, that's great. So um, while he was having the first surgery, when he was having the X fix is what they call it, the the, the pins drilled into his bones, uh, I was like, well, there's nothing I can do here. So I may as well go deal with the bike. So I drove to the place where it was and they had parked it in the parking lot and I called AAA and they towed it. Totally fine. You would never guess in a million years that this thing had been in an accident. He has two hard plastic saddlebags on either side, and one of them cracked. That's it. 
course. Yeah. Of course. So his leg took all the the the, the force of the the fall, not the bike. <laughs> so when he's ready to start riding again, it'll be there waiting for him. <sighs> yeah, I had it towed in to the house. It's in the garage. Twenty twenty five. <laughs> who knows i mean i i don't want him to ride again but i my therapist said i don't have the right to tell him not to so of course <laughs> it's up to him yeah. boy there's there's an episode of the show we should do at some point things we want to tell people not to do but we're not allowed to yeah yeah well i'm glad you went first because uh yeah. my mine i'll do next and it's it's much less consequential which is that we are still moving into this new apartment and settling in. And earlier this week, I assembled a kitchen island all by myself. Don't you assemble Ooh. a kitchen island for, like, every place you live in? No, not all of our kitchens have been big enough to have an island. But this one was a, you know, it's like a $100 flat-packed Home Depot dropship island. And I was just, I was proud of myself. Like, I'm not rehabbing a leg. <laughs> I'm not doing anything substantial or, or useful. I survived three Christmas concerts this weekend at work, and my my way of celebrating and recouping was, you know, closely following assembly instructions and only having to undo and redo something once. Oh, that sounds like a win. uh, Yeah, it was my little my little accomplishment for the week. So, uh, yeah, Kitchen Island. I sat there this morning, and uh, because it's charity season, people are making lots of gifts right now. I had a mountain of acknowledgement letters, like formal gift receipt acknowledgement letters to sign and mail for work, like 40 of them. And I sat there with a cup of coffee at my new island, signing and putting notes on all these letters and folding them up and stuffing them in envelopes. And Did you lick just them? A nice little... God, no, 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 no. Although mm-hmm. I could not find a glue stick anywhere in this entire goddamn apartment, so I ended up using scotch tape to seal the envelopes. Who has because... a glue stick? <laughs> I I, work, I, I definitely buy them by the case, and hmm. uh, I usually keep a few around here for just this purpose. That's my trick for envelopes. I uh, think the uh, envelopes I get are the ones that have, like, the sticky... The peel and seal? Peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to yes. lick them at all. Uh, these envelopes predate my starting with the company. We will be buying the peel and seal envelopes. They are worth the extra penny an envelope or whatever yeah. uh, with our logo on them. But, uh, but don't I'm using you find, what I got. Don't you find that... Uh, lick envelopes are more exciting because you never know if you're going to get a paper cut on your tongue or not. Yeah, that's, think, that's not I, a form of Russian roulette that I want to play. <laughs> Probably with a bunch of envelopes, no. I think I kind of like how envelope glue, envelope glue tastes. I like bad. stamp glue and I like envelope glue. When's the last time there was a stamp you could lick? I mean, never. Well, since I was a kid, probably. I but just I like that if you being it. a... F- you being a philatelist just so that you can lick the stamps. Yep. <laughs> getting those vintage. Mmm, delicious. But Ooh, it, al- a, it always that's makes That's a 1996 think- glue. <laughs> no, it always makes me think of that scene in that thing you do when Liv Tyler is um, posting her letters and she's licking the stamps one by one. And then the song comes on the radio and she's got a stamp like sticking on her tongue the whole time. Oh, yeah. I like that scene. Oh, yeah. We should rewatch that movie as a show. We should sometime. I it's ever rewatchable. We yep. should do a rewatch episode right after we get to Greece too. Mm-hmm. Someday <laughs> we'll definitely get to that. Oh, it's yeah, on the agenda. I can get behind that. 
and and our Christmas movie, which um, let's do a little on-air planning. Right. We're still going to do that, even though we weren't able to get to it this month because everybody's been stretched thin. We're just going to do it like yep. in January if we have to. Well, and we did talk on the Jambo last night about stretching it a little bit, not doing a Christmas romance movie, but doing a New Year's Eve Ooh. romance movie. Yes. And and yeah. if we're being orthodox, Christmas doesn't happen until January 6th, right? That's true. true. We could do we could do a Tishi Orthodox Christmas special. <laughs> really counter program, right? The problem is that I have absolutely no idea what orthodoxy involves. I have yeah, a friend probably... who's Greek Orthodox. I can ask her. Okay. See, look at us. Look at us broadening our cultural horizons. I know the priests have big beards usually. Yep. Well, good. Gregory can be our priest. <laughs> Just let he it keep growing. His beard, but yeah, we can let it go. Quarter inch a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody put Christmas cookies on the list, and I'm betting it was Anne. I don't know, Bobby. Why would you think it was me? Just uh, experience. She got a little hunch there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I decided this week, so to part the kimono, so to speak. Um, to steal a phrase from the McElroys, uh, mm-hmm. we are recording on Wednesday, and I do have Friday off this week. They gave us Friday off, and I think for the first time in my life, I may do a cookie baking day. And it might seem a little silly, like, and you've never done a cooking, baking Christmas cookie day? And, and no, I never actually have. Wow. Um, probably going back to the fact that I work two jobs or a retail job um, for the last 20 years, but I never got around to doing like a traditional let's put the um, Christmas carols on and get out all the decorating stuff and bake cookies. So I think I'm going to do it. But what I wrote on the sheet was the cookies, they are a change in because I'm going to have to make some changes this year because I got two little boys coming and one of them has nut allergies and it's kind of, the first time we've had to deal with this because when he was little, little, it's really easy to like keep the kids separated from the cookies, so to speak. Or, you know, you have a a tin of the good ones that you just reserve, but now he's six and he's more observant. And I don't really want to have like cookies that were off limits to him. You know, I want everybody to be able to have everything and he'll have to learn to deal with that. As he gets older, but not for Christmas when you're six. You should be able to have all the same yeah. cookies that everybody else is having. And not. Sure. But I didn't realize how many of the cookies that I made actually involve nuts. So there will be no ooey gooey tar bars. There will be mm. no mm-hmm. cranberry and caramel date bars. There will be no, obviously, no peanut butter kiss cookies. No. So I'm having to... to change the routine a little bit in a way that I haven't done for years. And when I first, you know, got a kitchen, that was an actual kitchen, I think I went wild. The first year I lived in this house, I think I made 18 kinds of cookies. Oof. I know. Like, I like to make stuff. And my family were just sort of like unimpressed, like not unimpressed, but unenthusiastic because all they really wanted was the same half a dozen cookies that we always have at Christmas. There's no tolerance for experimentation. they're They're dopes. We love you. And also, 
I, I, I've mentioned this before. I have a firm no experimenting with the holiday meal. But the cookies are a completely different situation because you're going above and beyond. Like, you're not experimenting <laughs> yeah, with weird bonus. cookies. Right. You're not replacing the classics with maybe it'll work cookies. You're doing the classics and maybe it'll work cookies. Everybody yes. wins. Well, and also, to be I would clear. totally trust you, Anne, with experimental cookies, too. Like, I would That's not be scared too. about that at all. I mean, to yeah. be clear, nobody, like, turned up their noses at the experiment cookies, but they just selected the usual cookies when mm -hmm. no nobody was like brave enough to spend those calories like i'll spend all the calories on the cookies come on guys but ever since then i'm like well okay i guess i'll do what people want so like i don't know i i don't know what to do i found a recipe for um red velvet hershey kiss cookies and i'm on record as saying that i think that red velvet is a bullshit flavor yeah but I don't know. They're red and it's Christmas and that way they can still get the Hershey's Kisses and stuff. So I'm probably going to do that. I'll probably do like coconut macaroons. And then I'm not, I mean, I have the gingerbread that I always have and I made sugar cookies and I figured I spent all that time teaching myself how to do all that fancy piping and stuff. I might as well try it on the cookies this year. So that's going to be my Friday. I'm that's looking exciting. forward to it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe things will never be the same again. We get Monday and the day after off of work. I mm -hmm. wish we got Friday. That would be very helpful. Yeah, it's nice. It's funny. We get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then, uh, oh, and Tuesday, I think. And then I'm working Wednesday and I'm going to take Thursday, Friday off. So I'm, I'm just, just working one whole, day. I'm taking the whole week um, because I really, really need it. Yeah, you do. Just to relax. Um, but we get a floating holiday and we get a birthday holiday. And since my birthday is next week, I'm going to take my floating holiday, my birthday holiday. And so I'll get six, basically six days off for the price of one day. Now, Meredith, you got mixed up. Jesus's birthday is next week. <laughs> well, you're right. My birthday, who knows when it is. Nobody cares. When you say floating holiday, do you make it float? Yeah, I, you get it, to it's choose just a, when it's it is. It's just a random day off that we can take whenever we feel like it, and it's a use it or lose it. So if we don't use right. it by the end of the year, oh, well then. So I may as yeah. well. Of course. No, we have we have one holiday like that that's called a personal holiday, and I'm like, that's use it or lose it. I don't understand why we have to make these distinctions, but mm -hmm. we do have also something else called floating holidays and i think there's i don't know like 13 of them in the year and they're set by the regents of the university so it's basically they just kind of move them around with the calendar you know so if christmas eve is on a friday versus a saturday or whatever they just move them around from year to year mm -hmm. but i did i had a co-worker who was so lovely who did not understand and who thought floating holidays could be moved to the place of your choice. And um, so that year, one of the floating holidays was on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And he just thought, oh, I'll take it some other day. And he oh, went into the office no. and he was like, wow, it's really quiet in here it's today. Really <laughs> I wonder where everybody is because he just thought he could just float that holiday somewhere <laughs> else. No, it's just a free day off. 
sometime yeah. in the year when we ever whenever we feel like it. It's it's mostly used when people run out of PTO, but I have I don't take enough PTO, so right. Right. I have to just use it at the end of the year. Yeah, I I just I don't really understand the point. Why don't they just give you one more PTO I, I day? Mean, right. Except then it doesn't roll over into the next year, I right. guess. So if you work 10 years for them, you'll have an extra two weeks stacked up, whatever. Oh, no. There's a limit to how much PTO we can roll over. It's pretty high, so I haven't actually reached that threshold. But, like, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. that We just had our in- employee engagement survey results come back, and people are mad about remuneration. Remuneration? Is that how you say it? Remuneration? Say it. Remuneration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, they're going to do a market eval of our benefits and that will include PTO. So maybe things will change. Maybe, maybe. Um, I, I think I might mention this when I started at my new job, but we get sort of the standard federal holidays, January through November. Um, and then on, I just pulled up my vacation and paid time off policy, which is one page document. Under that, it just says, in addition, the office will be closed from December 23rd through January 1st, Hmm. which is funny to me because as a fundraiser, I'm like, no, no, it won't be. No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. So try again. The the office phone is a cell phone and our part-time admin is the keeper of the office phone. And so uh, since we've already, uh, since we've already parted the kimono. Uh, and said that we're recording on Wednesday. On Friday, I'm going to have the part-timers coming in, and I'm going in, and I'm going to take the cell phone for the next week and a half, and I've decided I'm going to work 20 minutes a day to uh, answer the phone if it rings in case that million-dollar donor calls. And otherwise, I'm just going to do acknowledgement letters and uh, process credit cards when they come in. I'm going to go check the mail every few days, but that's it. So, yay, arts. Um and then our vacation policy is listed as this. Staff are expected and encouraged to take paid vacation time. So it's okay. kind of a trap. Mm-hmm. One of those unlimited vacation times. I've never had this quite like this before. I mean, with Viva, it was... T- I Technically, I think I had two weeks, and I just did whatever I wanted. Um, but I have unlimited vacation time. So wow. see you work. I don't know. I- <laughs> see you in March. <laughs> Uh, something like that. So I got to start planning some vacations. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the olden days. I used to travel a lot. And then that thing happened where none of us were traveling. And then uh, I don't I got refresh my memory. I don't we're traveling sucked. And then, yeah. Uh, hey, if we have any listeners in Tucson, by the way, I don't think we do. But if we do, and I'm forgetting, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to be back in Tucson in a few weeks for work. So... If you'd like to come hear Blue Heron perform at the Arizona Early Music Festival, uh, let me know because I can make that happen. And uh, we also have a weird amount of free time on that trip. So I'll be around Tucson. Are you guys coming to Minneapolis? Because I really would like to hear the group. I would like to. um, And you would think, Coral Hotbed, that it Uh, is. Yeah. We could probably make that happen at some point. Uh, I'll see what I can do. It's not on the short list right now, but I'll see what I can do. Um, you could, uh, you want to come to Tucson? Not really, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> you know, when Sam and I went to Tucson, COVID was still much more of a thing, but not in Tucson. So that nope. was fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh God. The streets were filled with drinking, partying college kids every night. It was amazing to watch mm-hmm. 
from our hotel room window safely high away from them. Um, yeah, man, vacations. Maybe that's what we should do a show early in 2024 is we should sketch our vacations for the year so that we'll force ourselves to take them because Meredith, you got to use your PTO. You know, I've been thinking about a staycation. I think that would be really nice just to get the cat sitter to take care of the cats and get a hotel locally where we can just like relax it. for a minute. That sounds so lovely to me right now because, it, you know, in addition to take care, taking care of him, I'm having to take care of everything in the house. Right? Like, I have to do all the dishes myself. I have to do all the cat feeding myself. I have to do all the cleaning myself. So, I've, I am teetering on the edge of exhaustion. So, can you get a, can you get a Greg sitter and a cat sitter? That would and be nice. Just... <laughs> well, I want him to come with. Oh, okay. <laughs> to the thing. Just you need someone to feed him and change him. And he doesn't need changing anymore. All right. <laughs> I mean, scoop the litter box. Now that he right. can get himself the Greg up litter to, box. The, to the toilet, I'm fine. <laughs> he can come with. Okay, we'll put a pin in that for now because I think there is something to that. I think I early like next year yep. we should do a show where we sit with our calendars and force ourselves to plan some trips. Sam and I are determined to get to Aruba in the spring, maybe, or in the winter, maybe Valentine's Day, the most expensive possible time to go. Of course. That's the one problem with that. I like the idea anyway. of kind of a, a vacation accountability show. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'll just think for... about it forever and not do it. Well, I mean, how long ago was Portugal? Because I feel like that was the one that you finally put your foot down and took. Uh, I think that was six years ago, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's how long we've been doing the show. <laughs> and then I was going to go to St. Lucia in May of 2020. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. And, I, and in March, I was like, oh, that's eight weeks away. It'll, this will all be over by then. Um, I don't want to go too far down the, the early COVID nostalgia and sadness pile. But uh, I, I was recalling today, I keep the last couple of days, I've gotten the reminders of my last flights of the year from the years I was commuting. And I distinctly remember, like, December 2019, my last flight was my 108th flight. And then a few weeks later, when all everything started getting fired up, and I was like, oh, this is getting weird. And then by March, uh, when I went out to to Boston to get my car, and people were like, why are you packing up your office? This thing's going to be over in a few weeks. And I was like, I don't think so. I've never been more mad about being right. Uh, anyway, yeah, I remember in early 2021, I there was an epidemiologist who said that the normal course of a pandemic is three years, and I was like, three years, <laughs> <laughs> lol. Yeah, they were right. They told us at some point early on, like in early 2020, that we couldn't all work from home because it wasn't fair. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't give a shit about fair, like. <laughs> This department, uh, so at the time, the chair of our department was an epidemiologist. I was like, isn't this department run by epidemiologists? Why wouldn't they want fewer disease vectors running around? I don't understand this. This is dumb as hell. We need to all go home. <laughs> and Fair, guess what? for God's sakes. Yeah. I'm looking for... Did we not actually title an episode Portugal the Anne? I thought we did. I thought uh, we had. We probably did. Can't find it right now anyway just thinking about uh potential best ofs for the future uh anyway and maybe you could take us to the mailbag 
Let's do that. We don't have too much mail, but we have some mail. Uh, we didn't give you a lot of time to answer last week's, week's question of the week, but some of you did. And the question was, what movie are you looking forward to this year? As Hillary and I kind of nattered about movies for a while. Amanda says, boys in the boat. Is that the rowing one? Wasn't yes. there a book that was called The Boys in the Boat? I believe it is based on the book. I don't know. It sounds so boring to me, but I guess the book was good. Kalina agrees with Amanda. She's looking forward to that, too. So that's two votes for that. Uh, Howard we hmm. uh, I'll interrupt only to say this. We were out last night at the Corib, the local Irish bar and restaurant for dinner, and we were seated next to a table of about a dozen older ladies, you know, post-retirement age ladies who were all getting together clearly for like a friend's Christmas thing. And they were very excited about the boys in the boat hmm. were going on and on about it. That was right after the conversation about how several of them declared that they don't bother recycling because it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, so. they kind of say that about plastic recycling, don't they? Yeah. Take that for what you will. Just uh, and I put it all in one bag. It's literally something I heard shouted <laughs> over the table. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know about the boys in the boat. How many? How much clothing do these boys wear? Because that That's answer like a, could change my excitement factor considerably. This is why a younger Anne loved the movie Newsies so much. <laughs> now that you say it, I did love Newsies. <laughs> I. There's a certain kind of woman in my life, Anne, who loved Newsies. I knew you did. You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> Even though Christian Bale is not really a strong singer, that's okay. Um, uh, it didn't start. It did not start out as a musical. Tank tops, you know, matching, matching tank tops, white okay. tank tops. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Long if, socks. Maybe there's any locker room scenes. <laughs> We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. Let's get your mind out of the gutter, Anne. I don't think this is going to be the movie that normalizes the penis, Anne. Oh, God damn it. I, by the to. way, I, I agree with you from last week's show. I I mean, I don't I, I don't care. Like, it doesn't phase me. I'm over nudity for some reason. I just hit a point at, at some point where I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. Sure. Um, I, can't, I can't call <laughs> Sam every time I see her naked, which I'm sure at some point will lead to her leaving me. But- um, I yeah, you know, I want her to know that I still enjoy it because I do. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I get just a, don't... I get a a nice, and it's <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, half annoying and half nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like, yeah, in media, like I I don't understand the double standard there. Like, I don't know. I also just don't put clothes on sometimes in the house, so I don't know. Mm. I yeah. just hope that Sam remembered to close the blinds at night, so. Yeah, like you've said before, yeah. it's their funeral if they see right. It. Yeah, but, well, I'd like to think it's not a funeral. I think it's like a hey, lucky well, me, I got to. I know, but yeah, I would like to see you naked, Bobby. Oh boy, what a can of worms! <laughs> well, wait until we get to the advent calendars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am, I am nudity agnostic. We can have naked yeah. people. We cannot have naked people. Yeah. Let's just not be so scandalized by it. Right. And let's right. let's have some wieners in there too. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, I'm with you. I okay. 
I completely agree. That's I just wanted to put that on the record. Uh, and and also for the record, while we're in the mailbag segment, not a single penis fax or dick pic. I am so yeah. Dis- I'm talking to our listeners now, I'm talking directly to you guys. I am so disappointed, in you, that you did not send Bobby any dick pics. I mean, I'm less disappointed just because of the the sort of stigma and, and grossness around mm-hmm. the sending of a dick pic. I mean, I'm not a woman on the internet, so I know a lot less about this, but I have enough friends who've been, <laughs> who've tried to date in the last decade, I guess I'll put it that way. So, Well, it's yeah. all about context, isn't it? Isn't everything. <laughs> because when I'm, when I'm looking for a date, that's not necessarily the way that I want a guy to introduce himself to me. But when my friend is receiving dick pics <laughs> to our shared podcast account, and then he, if, say, he were to forward them to me, I would find that hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't care. That kind of stuff doesn't actually bother me at all. Like, remember, er, not to go back to the early days of the pandemic again, but like there was this whole fervor over people who were Zoom bombing and oh yeah, doing mm-hmm. dirty things. Like, if that happened in a meeting of mine, I would just laugh and be like, you're proud of that. Come on. I, I can yeah. understand. It's not a great thing when you have, like, say, kids on the line. No. But, like, we're adults. Come on. You I would just be embarrassed fuck. for them. <laughs> Exactly. Yep. Like, what are you doing with your life? Sadly, I lost that vacuum cleaner from my Tishi's <laughs> dick cam days years ago. <laughs> that was you, huh? Oh, oh, speaking of Tishi, um, I just want to make sure that we're not violating Greg's HIPAA at all. So right. that doesn't apply to private individuals. It applies <laughs> to kidding, healthcare kidding. organizations and individuals I'll- employed by healthcare organizations and insurance companies. It's fine. I liked I how Meredith like a- was just like, no. I am not endorsing this joke. Yes. <laughs> well, it's something uh. I've thought about a lot because I feel like whenever anybody on the internet was like, I got my COVID shot, people would be like, HIPAA violation. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not how it works. You can disclose your own health information. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you can't violate your own HIPAA, people. No, you can't. I mean, you can, but well, I guess I tough. don't want to see that. I'll make sure in the show notes to note that this this episode is not a HIPAA violation. It's HIPAA um, compliant episode. But is it HIPPO compliant? No, yeah. never. Uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, bo- uh, movies. movies that may or may not contain dongs uh, that people are looking forward to. <laughs> I haven't been able to wa- like listen to any of the shows, so I have no idea what you're talking about, but this is great. <laughs> well, we let, we let Anne and Hillary... Have microphones with no one else involved, uh, and yeah, it only took yeah. them about an hour and ten minutes to get around to dong to talk. Dicks. Okay. Yep, yeah, yep. Talked about yeah. Ben Affleck's penis for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Significantly longer than it was visible for what it's I worth. know. I'm, true. Well, that was my point. Yeah. Um, okay, we have to get off this track of madness. Howard <laughs> is waiting for Dune Two. Is it really called Dune Two? Or is that just yeah. what Howard Dune called it? Two electric boogaloo. It probably additional is dunes. Dune, Dune part two, maybe. I don't know. I still haven't finished Dune part one yet. We so. finally watched it. It's a lot. It's very sandy. It's just a, it's a lot of setup, <laughs> which you know I assume that the payoff will be in Dune two. There's a lot of crazy music. Yep. Good costumes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all. It's a very beautiful. Just oh it yeah, was a lot. You get to look at lot. Timothy Chalamet. Nice. Yeah, he's Wasn't a baby. That, 
Yeah, he is. Isn't that basically the way people described um, Downton Abbey, which is that it's just a show about getting ready for things? It sure is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So much dinner to get ready for. Yep. And me being upset about how Lady Edith was treated. <laughs> well, she got hers in yeah. the end. Well, I didn't watch to the end. Oh, shit. What? I'm, oh. not, I'm not saying that and... I'm mad that you spoiled that. I just, you know, after certain events transpired, I oh, was like, you need to finish what's it. the point? Oh, I've watched it like twice through. It's satisfying. I just find, <laughs> oh, here comes Downton Abbey talk. I found Lady Mary to be so unbearable without Matthew. Yeah, she's horrible. Like he, without his restraining influence, I just wanted to punch her in the face. They give her, she gets, I don't know, she gets a little bit of redemption, like she gets a little more depth and you kind of understand her a little bit more, but she's still horrible. Um, But Edith, God, I don't want to spoil anything. She kind of, (laughs) she kind of wins in the end. Well, I would hope so, because if there was anybody that I identified with... It Same. Like, if I had been born in that time, like a smart woman who had some ambitions and didn't just want to be ornamental all the time, it would have been neat. Yeah. It would have been a rough, rough go, even yep. if you were rich. Quite. I would have contributed more to this, but I mesmer- I, I put a gif of Liv Tyler licking a stamp into the <laughs> slack, and now yes! it's just been staring at me. <laughs> So the She's nice thing it. about Teams is that it pauses GIFs after like a minute. So you don't have to just keep watching them over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> I don't think Slack does that. No, no it doesn't. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Dune 2. Julie agrees with Howard. So that's two votes for Boys in the Boat, two votes for Dune 2. Jessica says, not a new movie, but hoping I can get the other people in my house to watch the Barbie movie. Oh, watch it. So good. I think that's streaming now isn't it it's Maybe? on plex yeah. anyway okay oh i see it, it's it's somewhere because we watched it and I, my review is pretty good i i was not super comfortable with the dismantling of the patriarchy <laughs> oh, i wonder why hmm. no, i just uh, a couple of spots where i think it could have been tightened up yeah, but yeah, overall yeah. i quite enjoyed it mm-hmm. okay you were on the side of the construction workers yeah, yeah. exactly wait um, how close are the construction workers that's not the point, Anne. The point is they're Man. toxic. I, don't, I guess I'm just horny these days, guys. You are the Diet Coke lady watching the construction guys out the window. Yeah, Lucky Vanis was his name, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. He was a sensation. Mm-hmm. It's 10 o'clock. Isn't that what they said? It's 10 o'clock. Yep. Time for the Diet Coke break. Okay, anyway, <laughs> Jonathan says it's called Alto Nights from Anne Lundholm's favorite genre, genre, Organized crime. Is that my favorite genre? Am I am I that obvious? I mean, I don't dislike organized crime. Get down with that. Why well, it you... sounds like it's got competition from softcore movies yeah, now. Right? But yeah. <laughs> Skinamax, that's what mm-hmm. I want to watch. Uh, and finally, Gene says, I agree about the boys in the boat. But recently, while attending a Christmas concert, I realized I needed a copy of Fantasia to introduce to my grand littles. Aww. Aww, I I haven't thought about Fantasia in a hot minute. That that night on Bald Mountain, that's scary. Yeah, it is. And how little are these kids? 
You yeah, think it's all tiny. dancing hippos and tutus, but then it's like weird demon things and sacrifice and dancing in the moonlight on the mountain. and yeah. Well, there's your hippo violation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. <laughs> Those tutus were too small. They were yeah. too, too small. <laughs> uh, ladies, do you have answers? Uh, Meredith, do you have a film you're looking forward to for, when you, for cinema this year? I don't even know what films are coming. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's my it's, problem, I'm too. I'm so far away from, like, being aware of what's happening that I really don't have an answer to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I, um, I'm i excited to see Maestro when it comes either to a theater that I can actually get to to see it or on Netflix. Just because I think it's fascinating that two movies coming out this calendar year are about orchestral conductors mm-hmm. and such. Like it's right up your alley. We went decades without really making movies about that, and then, then Money Pit, sort of, and then another couple of decades without making any, and now two this year. So, um, I am interested to see if Bradley Cooper can conduct. I'm hearing a lot of scuttlebutt about the nose. Yeah, the nose was not necessary. They a little, but... went a little overboard oh, on the prosthetics yeah, to yeah. make him good yeah. and Jewish. And I I don't love that. But Didn't his family come out and say they didn't care? Yes. Yes, yeah, but that... it was pointed out that they make their living off of his legacy. So right. it's fairly important they for them. They kind of have them, a vested but... interest yeah. in saying they don't yeah. care. That may be the cynical take on it. I don't know. Makes well, sense. I, I'll report back. Uh, okay. When I can, it may be I'm going to Rochester for Christmas for a couple of days. So when I get sick of my family, if I can <laughs> find a theater showing it in Rochester, maybe that's what I'll do, like Christmas night or something. Sam is staying in Boston uh, because uh, that's only fair. She shouldn't have to suffer too. So we're dividing and conquering our families this year, rather. So uh, maybe I'll take myself to the movies. Yeah, but it's in like really limited, limited theater run though. It's only in a, like some places. So. Just got to get it open for the Oscar considerations, exactly. right? Oh, that's that's definitely it. Yeah. Yep. All right. With that, uh, we'll go to Medium Talk, Ann. I know. I put my name on Medium Talk, but I don't really have um, much in the way to guide us. Uh, only that Bobby found an advent calendar this week. I sure did. He was really mourning that he did not find earlier in the season. And that, that got us thinking about advent calendars and so we decided we're going to design our perfect advent calendar whether that is just the theme of it or the specific items like i came up with themes i may need help to figure out exactly what would go in there but i think bobby that you should really um start this off by by telling us about this this thing that so grabbed at your heart yeah, and, a, and okay. really would have grabbed at your heart, right. frankly. Like literally, literally, physically would have clogged my heart. So um, I, I, I actually have two that I'll mention, and I'll do the less interesting one first. Um, a friend of ours got Sam an event calendar this year. It's the only one we have in the house this year. We do not have what I grew up with, which was always the really cheap chocolates behind the little cardboard doors. Yep every day like the ones that are so cheap that even as a kid by about december 12th i was eh, you know not so worried about getting it open 
And and that was saying something because as we've discussed many times before, I grew up in an ingredient house, not a treat house, and so mm-hmm. didn't have dedicated chocolate that wasn't like baking chocolate chips. That was really something. Yep. Ah, the Whitman's advent calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, a friend of ours got Sam a 24 German beers advent calendar. <laughs> it was massive, massive, like 20 ounce cans. Wow. And, and it was cold. Uh, or no, maybe it wasn't cold when we got it, but we just decided that the best way to do it was to just take them all out of the box so that we could put them all in the fridge. Well, and, um, wait a minute. This seems to me that this is kind of defeating the purpose. What is the it, logistics it, of it? Does it come in a huge, is it like a it humongous thing? came in a huge cardboard box okay. um, with punch holes for each can to be pulled out of it. I wonder if I can find oh a gosh. listing for it because I bet, I bet I know where it came from knowing this person and knowing that they like to shop at Costco. And so, yes, here it is. This Costco advent calendar is filled with uh, 24 craft beers. Uh, the challenge with the craft beer advent calendar is that, um, you know, it, it's one of those things like, oh, you like beer. Oh, this isn't even the same one. This is from 2020, but it's basically the same thing. Um, you like beer is a really challenging thing because it's 24 like very european beers and so they're all of a certain kind of set of styles that if you don't like it's really hard to get well, through beer 24. is a pretty well, large category so liking beer doesn't right. mean that you like sours or right. like ghosts which i think i'm maybe the only person on earth who likes those because they're salty and sour yep and Just not like a lot of people do yep <laughs> Exactly. I, I'm on Reddit looking at r slash Costco. Is this the Brewer's Advent Calendar 2023 that has like the G- German village with the team of horses and stuff in the front? Yes, that's the one. Ah, okay. And we didn't know what to do with this box. So we, it's pretty. Yeah, we cracked them all open, uh, the, the box rather, and we stuck it in the fridge. And some of them are really good, but like we don't drink a beer a night every night. <laughs> so we're falling behind on this one because it's like, oh, we're going to have a, a couple of beers and then we're going to go a few days without having a couple of beers. And then like, it's a lot. It's a lot of our yeah, fridge right now. This is an right advent now. calendar for a daily drinker. That's mm-hmm. kind of. <laughs> I have to say the Redditors are not enthusiastic about the quality of this beer. Well, that that's the other thing too. Like uh, my guess is that uh this is like when you go to a comedy show and you don't care, you know, you're not going for the comedian, you're going because it's comedy. And like, my guess is that they picked beer that was otherwise available. Wait, you know this? You don't go for the comedian? I do, but some people just some you know, people just go for comedy. Comedy. Oh, weird. My my guess is that um, these are beers that were bundled together in a steel. These and... are beers that the distributor had extra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I don't like wine of the month clubs either, unless they're really uh, specifically oriented. Because oh, you don't getting... subscribe to the NPR wine of the month. Like you don't want Sylvia Pajoli's <laughs> company or whatever. Oh, we should come up with what our version of that would be. What would, what would tea she give out as a subscription every month? Anyway, God. that that's for another project. Uh, anyway, so we have this one, and then the one that really tickled me that I just saw a couple of days ago, and I'm really mad that I didn't see in November because I absolutely would have purchased it and enjoyed it, was the cheese advent calendar. <sighs> 24 sticks mm. of delicious British cheese 
and specifically on the package, delicious cheesy portion surprise behind each window. How dare you not buy this? Cheesy portion is such a strange, specific label. I just, I got to know what that is. The delicious cheesy portion surprise. It sounds like a translation error. But if yep, they're British, British cheese, to American, British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a AI. Please write me a. Yeah, I don't know. Is it, is it a British company? Or are they just using British cheeses? Ilchester British cheese. So I'm going to guess that it British. is a British company. Yeah. I just this think our... this is an opportunity missed, Bobby. I've never had Wensleydale. I would like me someone either. to rate it for me. Mm-hmm. Can you find all 24 cheeses? They're all listed on the front here, and they're all in there. Some of them are trademarked, like Applewood and Mexicana, and Mexicana. Uh, wait, Applewood Vintage is different. Uh, aged Red Lester, mm. uh, and then some are just like Onion and Sage. This is still available. It was still in. So the grocery store down the street from our apartment is kind of a marginally nicer grocery store, and this box of twenty-four cheesy portions uh, was like twenty-six bucks. And so I thought about it, and I could still go back and get it, but it's already December 20th, so like that's just me buying $26 worth of snack cheese. It's Listen, not... I have confidence that you can catch up. I mean, I have confidence that I can catch up, too, but <laughs> it's currently December 20th. By the time this airs, it will be over, and so it'll just be me in a hotel room on Christmas eating 25, 24 cheeses. And so. the problem with that is what now? Uh, that Mike is not here to help. So, uh, as Phyllis, I think, said in the chat, it's a shame that he didn't live to see this. Yep. So, the cheese advent calendar got me thinking about what things or themes I would want in an advent calendar if you go beyond the shitty chocolates or the good chocolates, because they make good chocolates ones too. I did some searching around, and there's a lot of like, 24 days of sample size makeup kits. Uh, If it's not ingestible, I don't want it. Yeah. Well, speaking of the late Mike Frizzell, God rest his soul, wherever it ended up, uh, you know, what was his rule? You have to be able to eat it, wear it, or fuck it. That was his Christmas (laughs) present rule. And the year that uh, Jeremy got him the hat trick was really impressive. Oh, the blow-up doll. I forgot about that. <laughs> Little Bo Peep and her sheep. The inflatable set. So, right. I got to thinking about what I would want in an advent calendar. And we talked about this very briefly yesterday. And we did not come up with a whole lot of framework on how to make that work. but Yeah, like 30 seconds tops is how much we've discussed this. Right. So I've got some things that are like physical, like you can you can figure out how that you would execute it. Like it's very logical. And then I've got some things that are a little more conceptual. And I think because Meredith wasn't on the call yesterday and we all came at this from different angles, that our answer is probably going to be a little different. Yeah. And we did not put them on the run sheet, so I have no idea where this is going to go. But the beer one, right off the bat, just 24 Diet Cokes. Just a 24-pack of Diet Coke. <laughs> just one a day, numbered, but the exact same thing. Just 24 Diet Cokes. Like, I think it would be a funny gimmick for Diet Coke to put out a 24-pack of Diet Coke and call it an advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Bobby, I've never loved you more than I love you at this moment. <laughs> yeah, why doesn't this exist? And you know that that was on my mental list, right? 
I'm the not Diet surprised. Coke advent calendar. But I did think, would they be just 24 cans of Diet Coke? In which case, we would be introducing the same problem area as Sam's beer calendar, right? And large and clunky and all of that stuff. Yeah. Or do I want 24 different forms of Diet Coke? And how would that work? I you wondered don't want about all that those too. Yucky, various weird flavors. Oh, oh, I hadn't even thought about flavors. I no, would I be like... willing to have the weird flavors. Okay. Interesting. I thought it would just be funny if it was just a regular 24 pack <laughs> yeah, cube me of too, Diet and Coke. It was the same thing. But just labeled Advent Calendar. Like that Starlight flavor of Coke or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was disgusting. Like well, it's all got, the it, weird Diet yeah, Coke flavors. It's got to have yeah. flaps that I can open. And pull yeah. something out. I well, don't yeah, want just that's... a regular. No, no. Right, right. But otherwise, um, otherwise, it's just packaging design is my thought. Like it's just... right, right. Yeah. But then there are like the little minis. What are those? Like eight ounces that you can get. Which is... Oh yeah. We have They're... never done a definitive ranking of sizes, have we? But the the bar size cans are actually, even though I can crush three of them without thinking about it, or more. They're actually among my favorite because I love Mm. looking like a giant with this little tiny can (laughs) in my hands. My personal favorite, and you don't find them really anywhere except for gas stations, is the Tall Boy, which is a 24-ounce can. Oh, yeah. Which I really like because it's got the can taste with the bottle amount. In a paper bag. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. But but Meredith, you when you talk about uh, introducing all the different flavors, that's very interesting. You know, there always has to be an element of risk in an advent calendar. I think so. Sure. I I'm, I'm willing to try that a little bit. I don't think they have 24 different flavors. Maybe like remember there was um there was lemon diet coke for a while, which was bad because mm-hmm. it tasted like pledge. Yes, I and do there was. That. There was the old lime one, and then the new one is like lime ginger or whatever. Well, and there's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, lime ginger. There's cherry, right? There's cherry yep. diet. Oh, um, I never tried the OG vanilla diet. flavor. Right. I never tried the cherry or the blueberry ones. I remember the lemon ginger as being pretty bleh. Yeah. yeah, I remember doing the flavor taste test on the show. At some yeah, point. and I yeah. think we we had basically the same opinions about them, Bobby, as to which was worth it and which wasn't. Well, like the yeah, mango was n- not good. Oh yeah, none of them were worth it in the long run because I no. just went back to regular Diet Coke and yeah. never looked back. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I flirted with the some of them for a little while, trying to you know spice things up. Um. Yeah, but I eventually just went back to plain Diet Coke. Can't improve yep. on the classic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I have plenty more, but I don't know if we want to kind of round Robin through, or do you want me to do all of my sort of conventional ones and then we can just I come back I came up with a list the... of seven things, so I don't know how you want to manage Four, that. Five, six. I have six and just did one, so. Why don't you just do yeah. yours and then all right. I'll, yeah. I have one other food one, and that is that I would like 24 fresh baked croissants. Mm-hmm. But you can't buy 24 fresh-baked croissants all at once because they won't be fresh-baked after 24 to 36 hours, That's right? That's true. Croissants have a very short shelf life. Day. No, no, no. I, I, I need some sort of croissant delivery. Like, I need there just magically to be a new fresh croissant every morning. Um, I mean, so, the, 
what's a Christmas bird? Partridge? Can you have a partridge fly one partridge in every morning? Pear tree. Sure. Yeah, I don't want a pear though. No this sand. This is oh, magic. No. Yeah, look, just just have <laughs> yeah. them bring you yeah. magic. New yeah. Can partridges song. fly? Are partridges flying birds? I don't know. Sure. I only know the pear tree and the family. Those are the only two partridge references I've ever. <laughs> Ooh, it auto completes right away. I put can partridges and fly just came up. Oh, they can. Yeah. They can. Speaking of magic, Sam picked a pear the other day at the grocery store, brought it home, and it tasted good. <laughs> wow. I love the flavor of pear, but 90% of the time it's a sand apple, and so I don't gamble. Right. But she nailed it. I don't know how she did it, but she's just got special powers. I'm I'm jealous. So, yes, uh, the Diet Coke uh, advent calendar, the croissants advent calendar. Okay, those were my sort of ones that – Okay. That, uh, brought, okay, now um, I'll go uh, in order of uh, increasingly egregious – um, I would like uh, an underwear advent calendar. Mm. I'm sure this has been done. I'm sure it's like MeUndies has sponsored this or something at this point. But like, uh, in my experience, boxers go like light bulbs because I buy them in multi-packs and then they get worn pretty consistently and suddenly they're all sort of falling apart at the same time. And so what a great restock to get 24 pairs of my, you know, preferred boxer briefs in fun different patterns or something every day. Uh, and also, this is a reminder to, and I'm sure it's been done with socks as well, my college roommate, sophomore year, whose career lifelong dream in life was to wear a brand new pair of socks every day for the rest of his life. Oh, yes. And I had to I had to break it to him to aim higher, because if you buy in bulk, that's actually not that expensive. It's wasteful, but it's not particularly expensive. So, um, yeah, 24 pairs of, of underwear. You know. Well, now... When I type in underwear advent calendar in Google, the first thing that comes up on Amazon is the <laughs> hanky panky low rise lace thong advent calendar holiday 2023 for $660. What? Yikes. Yep, yep, yep. Also, the rule of underwear in that the less material involved, the more expensive they are. So, sure. Sure. Okay, right? let's change this to boxers. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just Googled mm. the tune. Yeah. None of these would fit me correctly, I don't think. <laughs> They're stretchy. Also, some of these are like the naughty one. It's like, no, no, I don't want it to be naughty. I just want like practical, like a boxer brief advent calendar. I didn't prep this. So, oh, no, right. that's a that's a pair of boxer briefs with an advent calendar on it. Oh, no, I'm also getting a boxers 2023 box calendar, which is the dog breed. Mm. They really missed a golden opportunity to make the last door on the calendar the very the fly. Mm -hmm. um that that seems like a waste of yeah yeah wow 25 pack low-rise thong i don't terrible. know i oh. think you might have an idea here bobby i'm not yep. seeing it somebody get me undies on the line all right <laughs> if there's still a thing i don't even know okay uh let's uh here's one that's actually digital and would be easy to deliver um, every day for 24 days, I would like a new good song I didn't know existed. Oh, that's mm. a good one. So every morning, I just want to open Spotify or whatever and open a little door on my phone and get introduced to a song I'm going to like that I didn't know about from a band I've never heard of. I see a problem with mm -hmm. this. And that is yeah. the issue of taste. Well, yeah, but like AI, the robots, It's magic. It's specific to him. Oh, I guess. Right. We all get our Spotify wrapped at the end of November, so, like, it knows me. 
when the when the robot overlords take over, I would like that. I would like a song I, I will like that I didn't know about every day. I don't use Spotify, so the ro- robot overlords won't know my taste. Fine. And Zune gives her a new song she likes that she didn't know about every day. All right. Uh, one more. Uh, I would like uh, every day uh, a massage. Oh. Oh, dang. How does that come how out that... of the calendar, though? I have no idea, but I just want a massage every day for December. <laughs> December is a stressful time. Family, holiday concerts, year-end fundraising. I stuff a lot of envelopes. I just help people move. Seemingly every December, I move. Uh, I want a massage every day. It doesn't have to be like an hour-long, full-on thing. It doesn't have to be like uh, oils and hot. Like, I'll take a neck rub one day and a foot rub the next day. Like, we can rotate around. What if it was elves that did the massaging? Sure. My grandparents had these Christmas elves, statuettes, I guess, that were on their mantle every Christmas. And Grandpa told us for the longest time, all the grandkids, that at night... The elves came alive. I guess this is akin to the elf on the shelf thing, um, but without like the child behavior coercion. Um, but I believed for a fair amount of time that those elves were real. So what if the Christmas elves came to life every night and came into your bedroom <laughs> and gave you a massage? I mean, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not saying no. Okay. He kind of I'm opened himself up. up to the reality of this situation. So I'm trying to come up with a, a word that rhymes with therapist so I can do an Elf on the Shelf parody. <laughs> Massage Elf Therapists on the... Nope, there's yep. not really a great yep. rhyme. Yep. On the Methodist. Yeah, nope, not going to work. Okay, so massages every day for 24 days. And then the last one is every day for 24 days, I would like an affirmation from someone I respect. Oh, so now I these are wanna, bespoke. I, That's too much yeah, to I, ask. Sorry. I want to open the little door and I want my um, my childhood Boy Scout Scoutmaster to say I'm doing great. Hmm. <laughs> or, or like my eighth grade science teacher, the one who gave me books to read in class because she knew that I was not paying attention because I already knew the science. I want I want her to just. Uh, just say that I'm I'm uh, still succeeding and still learning or something. Sounds like, like you need a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Can I counter this with a more practical offer? Sure. What if it was an advent calendar with fortune cookies in it? So every Ooh. day you got a fortune cookie. Yeah. And a nice affirmation in that. It wouldn't be personalized. I would love an affirmative fortune cookie. It'll both make me feel good and it's a treat. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I that one should exist. I, I, well. Fortune cookie advent calendar. We have 11 months to churn this shit out for next year. That's my. <laughs> well, really, I guess six because we got to like sell them. Oh, here we go. E- oh, Etsy fortune cookie. No, that's two. No, no. Stock food. USA.stockfood.com. Here we go. I just was at the fortune cookie factory in San Francisco. I could have executed on this. I've always wanted to try making fortune cookies. So, and by always, I mean since that time they made them on the Great British Baking Show. They look so yeah. cool the way they're made. Yeah. It's like, oh, obviously. I was like, yeah. oh, that that's how it works. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's my list. Um, apparently, I'm not going to be able to get like, uh, you know, a famous actor or something to tell me that I am attractive as a 
an affirmation. So mm-hmm. fine, fortune cookies. I'll take it. Um, I, I am. Meredith- I am looks before we move on. I, I am looking. You know, I have in the search page for the fortune cookies advent calendar. There are some other interesting ones up there. One is for men. I would think jerky advent calendar. Cow Carolers premium jerky filled advent calendar from Man Crates is the company. Oh, oh. Man Crates. Yeah. I remember Man Crates. Yep. Man Crates is one of those businesses that I assumed went out of business because 90% of their Man Crates went to podcasters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Meaty Christmas, a meaty advent calendar. Oh, you my know, a God. Few, a few years ago, uh, a board member in the Albany Symphony got us all uh, Omaha steaks coolers for Christmas, like very corporate oh, yeah. Christmas presents in lieu of, you know, bonus or more time off or anything else sure. that normal companies might do. Um, I could see Omaha steaks doing an advent calendar like, boom, you open the door, frozen steak next day, boom, chicken breasts next day, that apple tart thing that they do because they have one dessert. But it would have to live in your freezer. I have to say, I'm on the Man Crates website looking at these, and I scroll down to customer reviews. Five stars. Bait and switch. Purchased the crate, and it did not have the advertised flavors. Also included pork pepperoni. I complained, and they gave me 10% off. And cut ended (laughs) communication. Five stars. stars. (laughs) Most were the same. Sad face. I had a lot of duplicates. I don't... What... Why are we giving five of, stars? Is this out of 50 stars? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it uh, is the season for seasoned meat. Yeah. Sorry, I found Apparently, that was very important to talk about. They have a gift card that comes in some sort of brick so that you can smash it with a hammer to get the gift card out. Well. You smash and grab gift card. So you got to get that aggression out along with the gift card. I just want it noted that I did this in an incognito window so that it wouldn't mess up my cookies for the next two weeks. I sure hope you did, too. Oh, no, I never do anything incognito. <laughs> That's the fun of it. No, I don't care about your pornography. <laughs> I'm just talking about not wanting to get man crates ads for the next month. Yeah, whatever. I ignore them. Um, who would like to go next, ladies? I mean, I'll mine's short. I've got a couple, and they're kind of in the similar vein as you, Bobby, but... I was thinking of like a single advent calendar that had like a bunch of things in it that I like. I so, like this concept. Ooh, that is very uh, even more bespoke than mine. Uh, yeah, I'm not really thinking like I need 24 days because I like get sick of things pretty quickly. So I would divide this into like, I don't know, three days each, even though the math doesn't fully work. Um, but the first thing on my list, which I'm currently kind of obsessed with, is milk chocolate toffee. Milk chocolate covered mm. toffee specifically. Um, nuts Trader or Joe's, no nuts? Uh, either. Um, Trader Joe's has a kind with nuts on it, and I am into that. But Whole Foods also sells a, a thing with, like, it's sea salt milk chocolate toffee. And there's a lot more in that container, so I like that one better. <laughs> um, so that, that would be, like, behind every, I don't know, third door. It would be like a fun surprise. Like, when am I going to get my my toffee? I like I the have idea a, of picking eight things you like and then not knowing which one's going to be yeah. behind which door. One of my friends always makes chocolate toffee candy every year, and she puts nuts on hers. But she knows that 
I don't really like the nuts, and she always makes me a little batch without nuts. Aww. That's for me. That's sweet. It makes me feel loved. I don't mind it either way. Um, I mean, I'm if I get it with nuts, I'll kind of like brush off the ones yeah, they're kind of that will brush off easily. Right? Yeah. And I, like, to be clear, I don't have a problem with eating them. It's just not my preference. Like, sure. I find that the taste of the nuts interferes with the taste of the sugar. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, the next on my list is I love sour candy. So if there was like a Sour Patch Kids in there every couple or like more than one, I would want right. more than one. Right. What about like a maybe, large Sour Patch Kid? Like a gigantic one. Yeah. yeah, they do sell like huge ones. Uh, so maybe one I'm talking like two inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Wait, double that's or your triple. Definition of huge. <laughs> well, as far as Sour Patch Kids goes, I'm sorry. It's all I'm sorry. relative, Bobby. We're I'm trying to be about good. Candy. I really am. So, uh, you know, yeah, um, a gigantic Sour Patch Kid or like five Sour Patch Kids <laughs> in behind every like every fifth door or something like that would be very welcome. Um, I love tea of all sorts. Um, I'm not drinking caffeine these days, but like. Although actually, while this leg ordeal has been happening, I have because there were nights where I was getting two hours of sleep a night. So Oof. I went back to the caffeine a little bit. But um, I I like kind of a variety of teas. I have a billion different kinds and I have multiple cups of tea a day. So like I think an advent calendar with, with a different tea every day would be totally welcome. Do you want it to be a tea that you know you're going to like, or could it be a surprise tea? No, I think sometimes a surprise is is a good thing. I, I've There's only been like one kind of tea that I didn't like, and it was dandelion root tea, and it's because mm. it really upset my stomach. Mm. <laughs> it's not because I didn't like the taste. It was because of the after effects. I was like, oh, dear, what's happening to me? Oh, uh, I think it's this tea. <laughs> Um, the next thing that I love is any kind of lip balm product. So any sort of like weird chapstick, I've never met a chapstick I didn't like. So honestly, I could take 24 different days of, of lip balms. <laughs> that would I'm be chapstick great. medicated and chapstick medicated only. I could oh never use anything else. I have a drawer in my desk with like 17 different kinds that I use like on a rotation. And I have four different kinds in my purse. I have a kind in my bed, like my nightstand. I have so many different lip products. I'm not a lipstick person. I've never liked lipstick, but I love a lip balm or a gloss or like a tinted gloss is about as, as spicy as I get. How do you feel about... Um off-branded ones and i say this because i'm literally holding sitting right next to my desk here um i ordered uh, a replacement key for the desk that i got for free from the harvard surplus sure thing. i ordered the replacement for the key to lock the drawers on it it was like seven bucks from easykeys.com i just typed in the the code for the lock and they sent it to me and they also threw in the box uh an easykeys.com lip balm, peppermint buzz lip balm. I've not opened it. I've not cracked the seal on it because I don't use lip balm. I should. I grew up in a Blistex family for what it's worth. Um, and I just, uh, it's just sitting here and Sam didn't want it. So some of my favorite lip balms have been weird off brand things that I know I'll never get again, where it's like a quarter stick of chapstick 
branded by like a medical study or something. Yeah. I love those. This is like free swag. They ordered it from some website to print their name on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you don't want it, just save it. I'm and gonna... next time we see each other, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll mail it to you. Yeah. It's the buzz that worries me. Peppermint is fine, but buzz? Well, ingredient statement. Beeswax, coconut oil, sunflower oil, essential oil of peppermint. So it's so just got peppermint buzz. oil in it. Yeah. Vitamin E, soybean oil, peppermint. canola oil, rosemary extract, fire. No, I made the last one <laughs> It's got live, live bees. Bees in so it. So the yeah. last thing in it. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Um, oh, my God. You next... take the cap off and the bee flies out? That would oh. be exciting. Yeah. It's made a little honeycomb in there. <laughs> um, the next thing on my list, and logistically, I wasn't sure how this was going to work until I heard about the beer one, but a new glass of champagne every day. I would totally mm. like drink a new different champagne every single day if it was just one glass. Oh, sure. I mean, I, you could do mini splits. Yeah. 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 Or I'm... actually, a few years ago... Uh, uh, Will McQuillan, because he's such a fucking asshole, sent me 24 days of nips of bourbon. Ew, what a so, jerk. You know, if that's I mean, doable, then... I rather would have had 24 days of nips of candy myself. Yeah, sure. But... Based on your trajectory this episode, Anne, those aren't the nips I thought you were going <laughs> to... When I well, say champagne, we though... to mine yet. I want to clarify that I'm not that fancy. I don't care if it's actually champagne. It can be sparkling wine. I, I sure. just like bubbles sure. and booze. So any sort of combo of those two, I'd be totally into. Sure. So. 24 days of bubble wine. I feel yeah. like that's doable. Yeah. Um, I and like then it. the the next one is spices because I love trying new spices. And I think a spice advent calendar would be really fun. Ooh, I feel like Penzies should be yeah, all over Penzies this. Yeah, should be sure should, should be doing this. Um, and then the last one that I thought of was, and this actually exists, which is a Sephora advent calendar. So like it has a different like skincare or makeup thing in it. Um, and trying new skincare like out of the blue can be real iffy, especially because I have sensitive skin, but it doesn't really stop me. I still very much enjoy doing it. So if it had like a new little like thing of, of cream or whatever, I would definitely be into that. Guess what? Yes. William Sonoma has a spice uh, advent oh, calendar. Of course oh, they no do. longer available. 24 spices, six for vegetables and side dishes, seven for fish, nine for meat, and two for dessert recipes. Oh. It was $325. Probably. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Well, it was, it's marked as $199.99 down from $300. Jeez. Oh, wow. I, I was kidding, but not that far off. Don't wow. spend that much on me, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this is one we could, this is another one we could do. We could definitely find some spice manufacturer and private label a 24 spice set T she. Yeah, there's got to be other companies that do that that aren't William Sonoma. Yeah. I don't see Penzies on here anywhere. The Spice Hut is a good spice company, and they're based in Bellingham, Washington, actually. Mm-mm. Ah, they've the Bay got, City. Oh, they've got a T one. I've seen some T ones. I, I after coming up with my list, I just to see what was out there. I did Google like random advent calendars, and T was a popular one actually. I can imagine that. Yeah. Hmm. Offline, let's discuss our twenty four spices, <laughs> and we can <laughs> can make this happen. Uh, Anne, tell us what advent. I, I think that was that it, Meredith. I didn't want. Yep. Yep. That's it. Okay. So Anne. 
What's on your list? All right. I've put no thought into this this week, so That's I'm glad right that amount. we're at an hour and 36 minutes because <laughs> after the Diet Coke one, I mean, honestly, I struggled with this a little bit because I can't think of much better than chocolate to get in an advent calendar. Yeah. Um, sure. And I take your point about the Whitman's type of chocolate product that's in a lot of these but you got to remember i was living in switzerland from ages nine to twelve so you never let us forget so they have some (laughs) things to say about chocolate there they got some good advent calendars um i've got some things to say about jealousy so (laughs) it's not all chocolates and skiing but it's mostly chocolates and skiing um guys what about us sexy time advent calendar bobby you sent us the um picture last night from the sexy cvs i don't understand why we couldn't incorporate some of those into an advent calendar i think that definitely exists yeah yeah it's just expensive and takes a lot of batteries i think um (laughs) that sounds like a great idea though for context for folks who haven't seen the picture from cvs (laughs) our neighborhood cvs which is uh again i'll caveat not in a college town or like a super progressive hip neighborhood or anything um by the pharmacy has a particularly uh in-depth uh adult consensual playtime section uh of things that you know beyond like it's not just like condoms and lube and a pregnancy test like which is what i expect you know, the average structure to have, there's quite a variety of different toys that go in different places and in different uh, individual and group play scenarios and uh, all at the CVS. And so Sam was there one day and saw all of this while she was waiting in line for something. And she sent me a picture. And so now I, I just, every time she says she's going to CVS, I go, are you going to the sexy CVS? <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, I was there picking up my inhaler for my ongoing cough and I noticed that there were some holes in the display of the sexy CVS wall. And so I pulled up her picture to compare and was like, oh, the butt plugs are gone. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, <laughs> there's a run on them. So, uh, yeah, the progressive CVS, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it must be. There must be some website, so- except it's probably like three really upscale things and like 21 days of cheap lube packets or something. So there are a lot of magazines that are putting together lists of best sex toy advent calendars. I am, in fact, currently on the goodhousekeeping.com, which seems so weird with the seven best sex toy advent calendars to spice up your December. I'm kind of upset, though. Okay, so number one, the Love Honey X Womanizer Sex Toy Advent Calendar. That They list the number of doors on all these, which I appreciate. It has 24 doors. Then the number two one only has seven. The number That's three one has killer. 12 doors. I know, exactly. Number four has 12 doors. Number five has, ooh, six, 12, or 24. That's customizable. So overall, I would say that most of these are disappointing because they're not true advent calendars. Yeah. Just to be clear, I have absolutely no idea what I would want <laughs> in, in, in a sexy advent calendar. I mean, 24 days leaves... For a lot of options. Yeah. Look, baby Jesus was born on the 25th so that we would get 24 days of advent calendar. Right. This is all it's clearly staged that fact. way. Yeah. So they're cheating. I don't I'm like on, any of these ones that are 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on Cosmo right now. And 
they're the tingle touch during december advent calendar eleven dollars at amazon what can that be i don't know it's flat i feel like like december 8th through 24th is just just uh headaches and maybe next time and i'm really sore and Because one a day for 24 days, I mean, that, that's, a, right. that's a testament to dedication. <laughs> this calendar works exactly like a classic advent calendar, except that instead of getting a piece of chocolate when you open a window, you get to select between three different activities to enjoy with your partner. Well, now this, is, this excludes certain people who don't have partners. I don't like this, Amazon. Yeah, that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't share my regular advent calendar with anyone else. <laughs> uh, True. Does your list go beyond that, or or do no. you just? just I told the... you, I put no thought into this. <laughs> <laughs> I think you put plenty of thought into it. You just you went down one track. And you True. Just... Meredith put more thought into this than I did, and she wasn't even in the meeting. Yeah, that's I all didn't right. even know what we were doing. <laughs> I just guessed right. I guess you rose to the. To the occasion, anyway. That's fine. So, all right. So next year we got to roll out. Uh, also, are there other liturgical seasons like, um, <laughs> you know, we could do uh, all sorts of uh, holidays and calendars. Oh, we should really get Easter. in on this. I think there's funny. Be- well, I'm sure there's something we can do for Easter, right? Lent calendars. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's a repression calendar. It's forty days of. <laughs> Things. Every day is something you have to give have. up. <laughs> Funny thing is things you can't have. <laughs> I would really flip the tables on the sexy times one, huh? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is our space. Advent calendars are done. <laughs> Tishi's Lent calendar 2024 coming yep. soon. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, with that, I suppose the prompt then is to ask listeners what they want in their advent calendar. Yeah. I think that so. brings us to Tishi Recommends. Yeah. And I actually have a recommendation because I've had loads of weird amounts of time on my hands to do some things and not others. Like, I haven't been able to listen to, you know, the book that we were supposed to listen to or oh, yeah. any podcast or anything like that. But... I spent a lot of time sitting in a hospital room while somebody was asleep. And so I had to do something on my phone. And so I downloaded a game called Warcraft Rumble. And this is, of course, by the World of Warcraft people, Blizzard. And Mm -hmm. it is a game called Rumble. And you are you've got little mini characters and you have to battle against other little mini characters. And believe me, you guys, this game saved my sanity over the last three weeks. It's been (laughs) such a wonderful thing because you can open it up, you can play a little game and then you can close it Um, and you can play against the computer or you can play against a real person if you have an Internet connection, which I didn't have the time because it was a hospital with crappy Wi-Fi. Um, So fully recommend uh rumble it's on ios and android download it today it looks like you can get it on desktop too it's on steam yes you can get it on. or you can get it in vr i don't know anything about that (laughs) (laughs) i was just playing silently like sitting on my phone in a hospital room most of the time (laughs) but i'm still playing it and i love it and it's great okay all right then looks interesting Mm mm-hmm All right. And with that, 
Wait, I have to click off the Rumble search that Sorry. I just did. With that, it's time for you guys to get involved with the show. You can visit our website at thisshowhaseverything.com. You can come to the Facebook group and tell us what you would like in your advent calendar, the advent calendar of your dreams. Be creative or not, whatever. Uh, you can email us at tshishow at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo. Attach it to the email and send it to us. We'll, as Hillary says, we'd just love to hear your voices. It's true. Uh, as always, the AOL keyword is tshi. That will never change. And thanks for joining us. And that was everything about leg injuries. <laughs> and get well soon, Gregory. Sorry for violating your hip Christmas is back, y'all. Bells in the track, y'all. Mom Santa scaring babies in his lap, y'all. My baby's cozy. She mistletoes me. And she be slaying that Mariah karaoke. And all the Starbuckers in the last hey, put some peppermint mocha in my latte. Hey, hey, hey. Silly fancy like Christmas round a fake tree. Nutcracker on a mantle and a candy cane. Can I get your eggnog with your fruitcake? Go, Jesus, it's your birthday. Bougie like blow ups in the front yard. Hope a Santa gonna leave an Applebee's gift card in my sock and even though we getting naughty all night That's how we do, how we do Fancy like Christmas Fancy like Christmas Fancy like Christmas Fancy like Christmas, like Christmas. Got matching jammies on, we watching Home Alone Yeah, you know Apple finna drop another iPhone Traffic's obnoxious, dad's at the office he gotta pay for mama's Amazon boxes. And all the Starbuckers in the last hey, put some peppermint mocha in my latte. Hey, hey, hey. I we fancy like Christmas round a fake tree. Nutcracker on a mantle and a candy cane. Can I get your eggnog with your fruitcake? Go, Jesus, it's your birthday. Bougie like blow ups in the front yard. Hope it's Santa gonna leave an Applebee's gift card in my sock and even though we getting naughty all night That's how we do, how we do Fancy like big buck on the wall with a red nose on it Late lamp with some fishnet hose on it So many lights, got the neighbors in the breakers tripping Good I know they swear to God me Grinch grinning like kids Better hit the hay fast, y'all Unless you wanna see your mama kissing daddy claw I said we fancy like Christmas Round that fake tree Nutcracker on a mantle And a candy cane Can I get your eggnog With your fruitcake Go Jesus It's your birthday Bougie like blow ups In the front yard Hope it's Santa gonna leave an Applebee's gift card In my sock And even though we getting naughty all night That's how we do How we do Fancy like Um And now oh boy wonky's got a toy and she's screaming um, i can hear her <laughs> yeah wonky hey hey i mean this is at least as interesting as when hillary's kids come and interrupt yeah i would argue it's more interesting <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll start over sorry